nowhere to go losing your ego is another dead end do you continue losing your ego like breathing through your ego and the desire of not having an ego like let go of every second of this falling in between the spaces between desire and desire and desire and desire letting go of letting go no thinking Can I focus on my body, like body parts, like my fingers, my, my breath? Is focusing, consciously focusing and choosing to focus on my breath, ego? Is letting go via your focusing on your breath or external sounds ego but look what look what I look what I've uh, I drew drew look what I drew yeah That's pretty cool, huh? The biggest ego trip going is getting rid of your ego. And the joke of it all is your ego doesn't exist. <laughs> There's nothing to get rid of. It's an illusion. I don't exist, so uh, they're all characters that I played. Jim Carrey was a less uh, intentional character right. because I thought I was just building something that people would like, but it was a character. The cautionary voice was my ego trying to protect itself against an assault and that I was about to mount on it. Looking for Jim Carrey again and having trouble finding him, and at a certain point, I, I realized, hey, wait a second, you know, if it's so easy to lose Jim Carrey, who the hell is Jim Carrey? But you still want to ask how to stop the illusion. Now, who's asking? And the big difficulty is this. I want to find a method whereby I can change my consciousness. But the, therefore, to improve myself. But the, the self that needs to be improved is the one that is doing the improving. And so I'm rather stuck. Well, what is it that you feel when you feel I? What do you do when somebody says, pay attention? What is uh, the difference between looking at something and taking a hard look at it? 
or between hearing something and listening intently. What's the difference? What's the difference between waiting while something goes on and enduring it? Why? The difference is this, that when you pay attention, instead of just looking, you screw up your face, you frown and stare. That is a muscular activity around here. When you will, you grit your teeth or clench your fists. When you endure or control yourself, you pull yourself together physically and therefore you get uptight. You hold your breath. You do all kinds of muscular things to control the functioning of your nervous system. None of them have the slightest effect on the proper operation of the nervous system. If you stare at things, you will rather fuzz the image than see them clearly. If you listen intently by concentrating on muscles round the ears, you will be so much attending to muscles here that you won't hear things properly. And you may get singing in the ears. If you tighten up with your body to pull yourself together, all you do is constrict yourself with the thought that it's achieving psychological results. You may get singing in the ears. If you tighten up with your body to pull yourself together, all you do is constrict yourself with the thought that it's achieving psychological results. The sort of psychological results it's intended to now all this amounts to is it's like you're taking off in a jet plane. You've got a, a mile down the runway and the thing isn't up in the air yet. And you get nervous. So you start pulling at your seatbelt. That's what it is. Now that is a chronic feeling. We have it in us all the time and it corresponds to the word I. That's what you feel when you say I. You feel that chronic tension. Because when an organ is working properly, you don't feel it. When you are fully functioning, you are unaware of the organ. When you're thinking clearly, your brain isn't getting in your way. Actually, of course, you are seeing your eyes in the sense that everything you see out in front of you is a condition in the optic nerves at the back of the skull. That's where you're aware of all this. But you're not aware of the I as the I. So when we are aware of the ego I, we are aware of this chronic tension inside ourselves. And that's not us. It's a futile tension. So when we get the illusion, the image of ourselves, married to a futile tension, you've got an illusion married to a futility. And then you wonder, why I can't do anything. Why I feel in the face of all the problems of the world impotent. And why I somehow cannot manage to transform I. Now here we get to the real problem. Because we're always telling each other that we should be different. Now I'm not going to tell you that tonight. Why not? Because I know you can't be. Nor can I.
That may sound depressing, but I'll show you it isn't. It's very heartening. <clears throat> How can I stop identifying myself with the wrong me? <laughs> well, the answer is simply you can't. Now, the Christians put this in their way when they say that mystical experience is a gift of divine grace. Man, as such, cannot achieve this experience. It is a gift of God, and if God doesn't give it to you, there's no way of getting it. Now, that is solidly true. You can't do anything about it because you don't exist. say that's pretty depressing news <laughs> but the whole point is it isn't depressing news it is the joyous news there's a Zen poem which puts it like this talking about it mean it means the mystical experience Satori the realization that you are the eternal energy of the universe it says like this you cannot catch hold of it nor can you get rid of it in not being able to get it, you get it. When you speak, it's silent. When you're silent, it speaks. Now, in not being able to get it, you get it. Because there is no method. All methods are simply um, gimmicks for strengthening your ego. So how do we not do that? You're still asking for a method. There is no method. If you really understand what your eye is, you will see there is no method. is grieving. It's for that dreamer in that class that's underachieving. It's for believers whose faith is all that's equal to breathing. It's the garden of Eden. It's for all of my heathens. This one's for Inglewood, both in Chicago and Cali. This one's for Manchester and Prince Charlotte, for Rally. Happy moments happen to be frequent throughout half of these tragedies. Actually, I just started racing change. It's safe to say that growth is an uncomfortable process, and pain is a necessary investment for progress. I stress that if ever you get ill or hurt against your will, it's just a quiz from God. This is our test. Ah, uh, yes. This time is gonna be different. I'ma bless the world with honest quotes in every sentence, and get better every moment, just like Beverly mentioned. Hard times, but never resent I stay forever relentless. Let's go.
it 100, I be feeling like who? Who? Nobody. Uh, these niggas finally understand when I land, I'm the man. Fuck you, thought this was, nigga, from Japan to the land. Suckers know what's up, nigga. I'm praying they understand me. Every kid need a hero, I'm trying to be Uncle Stanley. Yeah. R.I.P., all I see is concrete. Burn rubber glass scattered on the concrete. Earth level lines matter, so my heart's leak. Blood dripping live patter, so my ink gray red. When it's flatter, don't flatter me, nigga. Save the compliments. Already know that my flow is bomb as shit. We can toast to our old accomplishments, but I'd rather coast, move forward and talk my shit. But they tell me, eat smoke, take your time, it's a long dinner. Eat smoke, take your time, it's a long dinner. Eat smoke, take your time, it's a long dinner. It's one king and a few brothers. The last supper. The last supper. Keep it 100, I be feeling like, huh? Campbell soup over white rice, huh? Baked chicken with the skin on, yeah. Lowry's with black pepper, I'm fully seasoned with that. Ask my nigga bad boy up in on. I'm a pimp with a bunch of labs in the kennel. Pop a stick, she used to pull it back till the get on. Drop a fit, reach in the bag, and make a pull out the stash to relax. Pass the blunt like a union. I know we friends, but nigga Jesus was homies with Judas. Don't be that nigga looking at your homeboy like I just glued it. Smile in your face, but as soon as you walk away, wishing you ruined. Yeah. Now you looking foolish. That's why they say eat smoke, take your time, it's a long dinner. Eat smoke, take your time, it's a long dinner, sir. Eat smoke, take your time, it's a long dinner, sir. Eat smoke, take your time, it's a long dinner. Y'all say eat smoke, take your time, it's a long dinner. Yeah. Check this out. We only been here for about a month, but it's felt like a lifetime. Ted Bundy is here. I'm sorry. And I'm seeing a lot of familiar faces. And I just want to let y'all know that I fuck with y'all. I love y'all. My family's in here. Eaglewood City's in here. I'm just the last you sociopath. Me and my family. Yeah. I don't have a sugar daddy. <laughs> I wish I did. Yeah, sociopathic. Or socio. So, because because you have social, so it's sociopathic, not neuropathic or neurologic or uh, logic, but sociopathic. Socio, 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 socio. I'm sorry, I don't know what I'm doing right now. I don't know what I'm doing. I've turned in totally, totally infantile. Please bear with me. Okay, let's see if I can actually find, um, what's his name? What's this guy's name from Rhythm and Flow? Never considered myself a contestant, so to speak. I was an artist on a show. People have preconceived notions of what a competition show is. So it was my do- Okay. Motherfucking crime brulee. A sausage roll short of a buffet. Buffet. <laughs> Shantae, you stay. Keep it 100, I be feeling like ho, ho, no 
nobody. These niggas finally understand when I land, I'm the man. Fuck you, Dr. Shrugs, nigga, from Japan to the land. Suckers know what's up, nigga, I'm praying they understand me. Every kid need a hero, I'm trying to be understanding. All right, me, all I see is concrete. When I think about, when I think about white people, <laughs> I go to childhood trauma. When I think about uh, uh, heteronormative white men, I go to childhood trauma. I'll be on camera. Yeah, I love be on camera. I love. If you are my lady. <laughs> I wanna just cut your face. <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, being fired. Oh, mm. Speaking of getting fired, what about everything we just said? <laughs> yeah, I know. I believe COVID-19 is real and I am proud to be masked for mask. Trixie Mattel. And I just discovered that natural flavors and ingredients are at the heart of bringing people together. Katya. <laughs> Welcome to uh, the show where we talk about whatever we want. Because it's our show. And not yours. My thing fell off. And another thing. You're all fine. When they let you go, you have to let go. You're gonna let go. You're gonna heave. Shoved out. Given the boot. Um, Murdered. You have to fire me. How do you do it? If, if I had to fire you, I would quit. No, 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 you can't. I'm coming into work right now. Who am I bringing in? I'm late. I'm oh. late. I'm coming into work. <laughs> you should fire. Should you fire people at the top of the day or end of the day? Uh, at the top. Do not patronize them at the full days of work. Absolutely not.
If I could personally share with you the greatest tip to success, I mean the greatest tip ever to success, it's don't take action unless there is alignment between your opposing parts. And it's frustrating sometimes because what you're going to watch is you're going to watch yourself sitting there working on this pattern for like two to four freaking hours while other people are like running forward. But I can guarantee you they did so in spite of some parts. So what's going to happen is they're going to go ahead of you. You're going to sit here. You're going to work on that alignment. Once you get the alignment, the push that you make is going to propel you far beyond where they are. So it, it makes people uncomfortable because it's the opposite of what your parents taught you. Everybody taught you work, work in spite of the energies that are pulling in opposition. I'm changing the game on you. And I realize it's going to be difficult, but I cannot tell you what this will change. You will be able to accomplish things in an 18th of the effort that it takes the average person. The greatest tip to success is find alignment before you act. of separate reality, that it is mostly always positive, and that most especially, it is immune from outside influence. The reality is quite different. The womb is more like a chalice, inside which all kinds of things, a complex curry of things, is taking place. So many things influence the baby that is gestating at that particular time, and in that particular womb. To give you a very, and I mean very limited list of some of the influences that are experienced by a baby inside of a mother's womb. <laughs> you have things like what the mother is drinking, what the mother is eating, how both mother and father think and feel towards the baby and about the pregnancy, what mother and father are thinking and feeling about their lives and about the world in general during that time, how much support or lack thereof the mother experiences during gestation, what is occurring within the collective consciousness of greater society at that time, the culture in the area where that baby is gestated, the non-physical realms associated with that place and time, what sounds are in the environment, the air the mother breathes there, the energy and makeup of the land and the area itself, the living and non-living things that are inside the home, or city, or environment, like objects, materials, animals, plants, minerals, the smells that are in the environment, what the planets were doing in the solar system at that particular time, the seasons during that gestation, the climate and the weather. And of course, all of these things influence how the womb is functioning at a physical level. Things like placental attachment, things like amniotic fluid levels. The reason that all this is so incredibly important is that when you are inside your mother's womb, you are essentially being built and formulated. The mental, emotional, and especially physical aspects of you were being formed at this time. And in this way, they were being formed by these original influences. So you could consider these original influences to be the building blocks of who you are in this particular life. I want you to think of this original building block dynamic as being a little bit like building a foundation. All of the subsequent blocks you added to that foundation during your infancy, during your early years, during adolescence, during your adulthood, they're just blocks you added to that foundation.
unfortunately the way to take yourself outside of it is mostly um during a very traumatic event and normally you have to suffer in order to um become the observer of your reality uh, and your reality i'm going to i'm going to say this yeah your reality is a, a construct and a concept created by your mind we all have our own realities okay so there's the reality which is silence right and it's non-threatening and it's it's n- objective and it's uh, uh peaceful and then i have my own reality in my own head which by which i use to see and to 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 experience the objective reality so then the objective reality becomes subjective and that's where uh, problems occur so that's where distress occurs because when you don't live in the objective reality which is the eternal present moment and you only have the now 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 what happens is we operate in the past with all the events that have happened in the past which shaped us that we most of them um we stayed we kind of became stuck uh with some of them or the future the reason why it's subjective right so um that that is where mental illnesses develop mental illnesses develop when we live for when we operate for, from from a space of the past and the future and then and then some people might say oh no i try to live in the present moment but they still live in the present moment because they f- they were trapped in the past uh in their past experiences and um they kind of construct constructed this kind of new space where they forced themselves to think that it's the present moment again within their subject subjective reality so going back to what i was saying uh today i'm going to uh after this live stream i'm going to uh live the day in silence because and when i say in silence i mean i will try not to speak because when you don't speak you hear the external objective reality which is the now not dependent on the past not dependent on the future because past and future only coexist within the subjective reality of everyone which is very subjective to everyone else's and it's easier to and it kind of forces you but not enforcement in the sense of oh it's it's harsh and it's tough and it's it's like it feels like punishment or it feels like something that you have to endure but it kind of forces you 
to um, observe your thoughts. Which, again, your thoughts at one point... I mean, with me, they're just... I'm hearing the same thoughts that I've been hearing, uh, you know, for about 20 years now. It's an echo chamber. Your thoughts are an echo... Your mind is an echo chamber of what has happened to you in the past and the people that you... Uh, uh, they, it contains the voices of the people that you surrounded yourself with. Mostly you grew up with. Reason why some people report that they hear voices. They do. They do. And they're not foreign voices. They're just the voices of the people who bully them growing up. It's just they can't remember it and they can't, they don't have a clear image of who, uh, in order to, for them to be able to separate, to be able to separate, um, and uh, maybe assign those voices to specific people because when we experience something called trauma which is conflict without resolve um, the uh, different elements within that traumatic experience um, um, we uh, they split so the auditory the auditory fa- factor the uh is split separately from the visual element is split separately from the i don't know that the tactile element right so um because it's easier for our bodies are our subconscious mind and they work like a software so it's easier to be stored and blocked like blocked out and blocked away locked away somewhere and um, the thing about these elements, they never go away. Which is what parents try to, they try to suppress the children by invalidating them, telling them that no, that what happened didn't happen, why they hurt, why they heard they didn't hear, what they felt they didn't feel, what they think they don't think, and it's not real. And what they're doing is they, they, they are causing this process that I've just explained to happen where these elements are split and they're, you know, they are, uh, they, they form something called the subconscious mind. But this subconscious mind never goes away. It's actually, imagine, uh, it's almost like it becomes more and more and more amplified as that person. And then suddenly they grow up uh, into adults with depression and anxiety and personality disorders and, you know, So, um, when you live in, when you don't speak, uh, it's easier to not get lost uh, and, you know, kind of become identified with every single thought that you think. So, it's almost like you're creating and you're observing these gaps or spaces between thoughts. And also, I notice people who do have... This is exactly why uh, Buddhist monks live in, in silence. Buddhist monks live in, live in silence for a reason.
but it's more like warning shots at Joe Dome. Got the phone, homies, niggas know I'm a threat, no lie. If I said it, then I meant it, no regrets on God. Cash rules, everything I hate, I can't fit it with fate. I can't give them a break, you can't give them a cape, cause I'm beyond fly for eons. I've been ready, now it be our time. Never know when it can happen, so I stay on point. I was born to be the greatest, so it ain't my choice. To all the haters, you can hate my voice. I ain't never staying silent for you niggas, time to make more noise. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. I use my enemy's graves when the plot is thick, get the drop on the opposition. Disintegrate your brain with a box full of mama's biscuits. I'm toxic, I'll break you down to a crop in about a minute. I take acid and make fractures of fake rappers. A plain assassin with fake acts of a main attraction. I break beats and remove the mask from your favorite rapper. Then erase the tracks of these hateful acts like they never happened. Amaze the masses with great rap and attack them. Then turn your hitting asses to Casper for thinking I'm something average. I have to let these niggas know that I come to shatter. Any average opponent, my notion is systematic. Yo, I had a dream that I was chilling with cold. He told me, nigga, stay humble, never give him your soul. This venomous road will have you in the system's control. Keep killing him, no. You're closer to fulfilling your goals. I'm tripping, but that was confirmation. Cause I'm tired of waiting, I've been patient. Now I dock the beast like they was rhyming patience. Be not mistaken, I'm contemplating an operation to dominate for compensation until my pocket's breaking. You can't expect to follow fakes and then find your greatness. You IBA the solid trace. It's a way to hide your hatred. Never stop annihilating ciphers and blazing mics. I'm a sniper with greater sights and they wonder how nice my aim is. I'm unassuming the blueprint is my imagination. They fabricate what I have at stake is in a vast arrangement. I'm past the place where I'm fascinated with fascination. I'll be happy to close a casket on a rapper wasted. I'll be happy to close a casket on a rapper wasted. Smash squabbles.